When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what time is it? Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland. This is no ordinary man. With Rudy Povich. He's very stupid. Here we go. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Also, every day, 9.45 a.m., you're going to be able to find this thing. She's always going live on Instagram, on Facebook, YouTube, even though for the most part, the only place where people actually watch this goddamn show is on Instagram, and that's totally fine by me. We're all going to be all right. Listen, YouTube and Facebook are just basically there to point everybody at Instagram. So if you're like, hey, I was, I saw your Facebook, you don't get any viewers. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit about Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Facebook can fuck itself. Fuck Facebook in the face. That is the fucking that's from knocked up i think james <laughs> whatever that guy's name is but i don't give a shit forget about facebook nobody gives a shit about facebook who cares watch this thing on instagram that's where all the fun happens like i'm looking at everybody hopping onto the live feed already it's friday so numbers are low but that's okay <laughs> bj what's up man uh gonna be in hibbing tomorrow dude hopefully uh, i get a chance to see you what's up scooter hi mira hi tara what's up dana See, look at all these people. Fuck Facebook. Don't give a shit about Facebook. What's up, Sally? Uh, what's up, Laura? Is it Lara? Laura. Laura. We'll go Laura. Dog World Magazine. Ooh. Dog World Magazine has joined, everybody. I don't, they must have seen my spread in, in GQ. And they're like, hey, you know what we need? Dog World Magazine needs to get a five foot six diminutive man from Minnesota with his bulldog into Dog World Magazine. That's why you guys are obviously watching this show right now, because you're like, we are definitely thinking about giving them the cover. What am I sitting here talking about? Huh? First off on the show today, do it to it, Chris Pruitt, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Martha Stewart. Also, uh, what's your position on sexual positions? And then up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select. Oh, let's get this show started. All right. I'm looking forward to some live dates coming up Tuesday through Thursday. That's next week, July 12th through the 16th. House of Comedy Mall of America with Sophie Buttle, August 4th and 5th. Gotti's Comedy Club, Edina, Minnesota with Victoria Jackson of Saturday Night Live. August 26th, 27th, Gutty's Comedy Club in Indianapolis. Could be headlining two shows down there. September 22nd through the 24th, the Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois with Jonathan Kite. And then I just found out this morning, going back, Austin, Texas, December 2nd and 3rd. I don't give a good goddamn who you are, fat man. You get them reindeers off my roof. We're going back to Vulcan Gas Company. Woo! Vulcan Gas Company, man. That's where it's at. As one of the most prestigious rooms in the country. Dude, there is nothing like an Austin show at that place. It's so amazing. And then literally right around the corner, uh, the Creek in the Cave. Another amazing comedy club. Dude, that's going to be the one, man. Looking forward to both those shows. I'll get you guys more details as they come. Uh, Mira, they're actually here for Paul. Aren't we all? Aren't we all here for Paul? 
I don't know if he's by my feet at the moment. Dude, that guy was sawing logs today. I'm on a Zoom call with a client, and he's just... I'm like, dude, you got to bring it down, man. You got to bring it just a smidge. Bring it down just a smidge. Finally, somebody on the Zoom is like, is everything okay over there? I'm like, I'm sorry. I got a bulldog. He's, listen, there's a reason Mrs. Brown never wanted a cow. It's because their dogs are lazy. <laughs> Hi, Anna. Hi, Nicole. Thank you to everybody who has uh, stopped by the, uh, the live feed already. All right, moving on. Chelsea Handler. You guys know Chelsea Handler. Very funny comedian. She had on a certain guest the other day, a one Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart on the podcast was asked about how her dating life is going, which is a weird question to ask Martha Stewart. But I guess we've never really seen Martha Stewart with uh, a guy or a girl or a them, them or a they or a he, she. I guess it doesn't matter. We've never seen Martha Stewart with anybody before. So finally, Chelsea Handler asked the hard hitting questions. And somebody brought it up to her like, what's up, dude? What's the, what's the deal? Here's what her answer was. I had two mad crushes in the last month, which is really good for me. But it turns out, you know, one of them is married to the mother of some friends of mine. And he's so attractive. I've never been a homewrecker. No. Had the opportunity to yeah. be a homewrecker. And I have not taken anybody up on it. That's where I meet men. They're all married to friends of mine. Or right. maybe they'll die. I always think, oh, gosh. Couldn't that person just die? <laughs> the wife. Yeah, not painfully, just die. Just and then slowly leave, pass leave. away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a little macabre there, Martha. Jesus, bring her down a little bit, would you? But uh, that did get me to thinking, you know, she mentioned in there that the guys that she meets, the crushes that she's had. I started doing a little bit of a deep dive and uh, looking up articles as to, like, why it is that we have crushes. What is it about us? Is the man crush... A viable crush. Can you consider a man crush a crush? Even though you are a straight man, you have a crush on another man. I feel like that is completely okay. Should be nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? No. What I meant to say. <laughs> Hi, Coley. Thank you for hopping onto the live feed. Uh, what I meant to say was, what's up with crushes and why is it that we get them? And... I think for a lot of us, it is uh, we meet somebody, we find them fascinating or we are intrigued by who they are. Maybe we want to be them. And that's where the man crush always comes in. I tend to I had a man crush when I was in high school and I don't think I've ever brought this up to anybody before. But Hoser Locker was one of the most uh, charismatic, gifted uh, students I've ever I've ever had to be around. He was like two years older than me or a year older than me. Uh, he was my height, which is first off. I mean, if I'm a gay dude, I'm going for somebody my height. All right. I mean, yes, you might be you might be gay, but you're also a man, and you still will be emasculated when a another man has to when you pull the chair out from the kitchen table so you can get up on the top shelf to get the flower, and he's like, "Hang on, sweetie," and then hops up there and just with his giant mitt reaches up to the top cupboard and grabs that flower. It's emasculating, no matter what. I'm like, so I got to find somebody who's my height. Hoser was my height. He played hockey. He was five foot six, and he played hockey like he was six foot four. Didn't give a shit. Watch that dude fight. I watched that kid at a pit party one night. We were at a cabin, uh, hanging out at this pit, 
everybody drinking from a keg. I literally watched that guy get into a fist fight with some like a college age dude. And Hoser beat the shit out of him and then threw him in a lake. <laughs> That's an honest to God true story. Who wouldn't have a crush on that? And I don't know what it's like. And I, unfortunately, not to bring a you know a downturn on this, uh, Hoser passed away. God, man, it, I mean, it's got to be like 23 years ago now. It was right after high school. And he died in the most manly way possible. He was living in Montana and he killed a deer and he illegally hunted it. And he wanted to bring it home to mount it. So he strapped it to the front of his car and he try, tried to drive all night from Montana to Minnesota to get it back to Minnesota so he could buy a tag for it and then have his dad mount it. <laughs> and, and he ended up crashing his car in the middle of the night because he fell asleep. Tragic way to die. And here's the thing. DNR didn't give him the fucking deer. What a shit. First off, you don't. First off, your son is gone and then you don't get his deer mount on top of it. Fuck, dude. Uh, hi, Sarah. Nice to see him. Uh, Mira, damn, in the world of Anna Shea, ain't no dick that good. I don't know who Anna Shea is, but I, she has lovely advice. <laughs> um, but no, like, Hoser was a guy that in, I've never doubted my sexuality, but if I've ever had to for a moment, had to go like, yeah, I was a dude who was attracted to another dude, Hoser Locker would have been it. Giant fucking forearms, snappy dresser. I think he won nicest eyes in high school. Dude, that, listen, there's a lot of people out there that get a lot of like, hey, most likely to succeed, blah, blah, blah. You got to be born with those eyes, my man. Born with them. Nah, he was a cool dude. And uh, I remember, dude, knew everybody, loved everybody, never had a bad word to say. Teachers loved him. There was, in fact, we were at a grad party one time. It might have been, it might have been one of his friend's, grad parties that we were at anyway while we were there that person's aunt walked up to a group of us and went who's the blonde guy over there and uh, we were like oh that's hoser locker and she was like how old is he we were like ah he just graduated so he's maybe 18 and she went good i'm fucking him tonight and then turned around and walked away (laughs) (laughs) oh lordy hilarious man but that got me even started going down this rabbit hole of you know uh of crushes and i was like there's got to be some good videos on this to explain why it is that we do this because it's such a ubiquitous thing that everybody goes through and i haven't had a crush in a long time i've kind of moved on like those days are gone do i you also kind of get to a point where if you have a crush you used to realize you realize what you used to do like pining over them like how come they haven't called me how come they haven't called me? I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. It's like, dude, you're 23. You're going to figure it out for God's sakes. But one of the things that I'm, I'm so happy that I've you know grown into is if I do date someone and I like them and I start to notice that they're pulling away or the text messages and calls don't come like they used to, I will quickly send a text message and just go, everything okay? We good? What's up? Because I'm not going to sit over here and wait to see what's going down. Could you just let me know what's up? And they're like, well, listen, I'm just I'm just kind of going through a thing this week, and I just don't know. Okay, listen, if you're doubting it, then you should just go, because I'm far too fucking old to sit and waste my time. So move along. Take care. Best of luck to you. I really liked you, but I also have shit to do. So, And I hope you do, too. 
I totally hope you do too. Uh, got me looking down a couple of TED Talk videos. This one I came across, which I found to be uh, pretty interesting. And for anybody who wants it, I thought I was going to have time to post it into the show notes, and I didn't, so my apologies. If you go uh, to Spotify and Facebook, uh, excuse me, to Spotify and to Apple Podcasts and iHeart, it'll be in those show notes. It's just not on the live feed show notes at the moment. But nonetheless, speaking of, hang on, you know what? Actually, fuck that. We're, uh, let me stay on track here, and then I want to talk to you guys about something. Uh, self-confessed crush addict, Isabel. Uh, I didn't get a last name on this. I don't believe there was one on here. Uh, she discusses her theory on crushes and why we have them. Isabel looks at the spectrum of crushes, some of the mad things that we do in the name of crushes, and to get to the heart of how and why they can turn into infatuation. It's a very good TED Talk. I'll link it for you guys so you can check it out. Uh, here, here it is on the live feed right now. It's a little tough to hear, so maybe turn it up. Sharon Dworkin, who's a sociologist at the University of California, San Francisco, conducted a survey of women aged 18 to 24. She found that 25% of them had made the first move in a relationship. So these are young women who have grown up in supposedly sexually liberated times. Why is 75% of them not taking the initiative? Data journalist John Millwood created a series of fake OK Cupid profiles. After four months, he found that women received over 20 times more messages than men. I tried online dating, and I know for a fact that most of those messages are going to be something along the lines of, hey beautiful, I like your smile, winky emoji face, like real cut paste job. So anyway, even on something as recent as the internet, we're still perpetuating these age-old stereotypes of like man as pursuer and woman as pursued. We're socialized from a young age to believe that expressing female desire is bad. Let that just sit there for a moment. Expressing female desire is bad. So I'm not saying that women can't be or aren't assertive. But think of, the, uh, think of the delicate dance we have to do to stay within those narrow societal boundaries of acceptability. Just like the three little bears porridge, women have to make sure they're not too slutty, not too loud, but just right. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, if that's the case, then why is it that we have Bumble? What's up with that? If that's the case... Why is there something out there where there's a dating app that only women are allowed to be able <laughs> to drop messages to men? Because, uh, listen, I've been on plenty of dating apps, and I have found that it is so much more difficult to start a conversation with somebody if, I don't know, there's a lot of times people will match with other people just to get that validation. Like, oh, I'm still... Hey man, I still got it. I still got a little bit in me. Yeah, that's right. I got it. I know what's going down. People still want to get on this. But I I do kind of find it ironic that, like she said, in a time when everybody is supposed to be sexually liberated, when you know you're supposed to go out there, let your freak flag fly, women still very much not on board with wanting to drop a line to a guy. And when we do as men, it feels very creepy. 
We start dropping like, hey, how's it going? No response. Then you're like, well, what the fuck, man? Also, I think there's a little bit in there's it's kind of hardwired in men. We want to go out there and be that guy that conquers. There's been plenty of women that have that have asked out men who have been like, uh, yeah, it's fine. Like, you're great, but I need to I need to win you over. And I think there's a lot of women that are like, yeah, I, I want a guy to chase me a little bit, you know, or I, maybe I'm wrong. If you have a different take on this, please feel free to drop a comment inside of the Instagram live and let me know. I'm just saying I feel like when it comes to crushes, when it comes to relationships and how they start, there's a lot of times where uh, they always say, like, women, make the first move. Make the first move. Maybe women don't want to make the first move because they want somebody to chase after them. And maybe guys, when a woman walks up and goes, hey, uh, would you like to go out? That's why it feels so weird when a woman's like, will you marry me? A guy wants to be able to conquer that. That's what they want. There's plenty of ladies out there that would be perfectly good suitors for many a guys. And every time they go up to that guy and go, we should probably start something. They're like, yeah, I'm good. Why not? Because you made it too easy. That's why you made it just a touch too easy for me. I got to find something. I got to, I need a mountain to climb. That's what it is. Uh, Sarah, I also made the first move on my husband. See, good for you. And uh, good that you found a guy that is totally open to that scenario. There is a lot of guys out there that are like, no. <laughs> uh, Mira, it comes down to rejection for me. Absolutely. See, that's the other thing that I'm talking about is that if you try to put the moves on a guy and he says no, women carry that a little bit longer than men do. It hits a little bit harder because we're sort of bred that eh, women can have any guy that she wants. It doesn't typically work that way. But, dude, so rejected. When it, when that, and it happens when guys get rejected, they're like, okay, great. Uh, turn their head 30 degrees to the left. What about you? That's, that's our initial reaction. Our job is to get our seed to as many people as possible. That is what we are trying to do. And when we are sort of wired that when rejection happens, dude, just literally turn around and it's a numbers game to us. That's what it feels like. Uh, Tara, he didn't want to be creepy like all of his other friends. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Uh, Sarah, and then I made him chase me. See? Yeah. See what I mean? Yes. Feel free to put the moves on, but then pull back. Yeah. Look at you. Goddamn baiting dudes like that. That's ridiculous. Hi, Katie. Good to see you. What's up, Olina? Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, it is. It's creepy, man. Isn't it creepy? Feels weird. So anyway. Uh, I will link that video. It's a very good TED Talk. It's a short one, too. It's only like 12 minutes, I believe. So, uh, But watch it. A lot of good, interesting stuff in there. Like She talks about it's sort of like the, you know, what do you call it? Like the, the character arc, you know? You meet somebody. You figure out, eh, this guy's kind of cool. Dig that person. Then it goes up to the next notch. You guys talking. And then it gets to an infatuation. And then it goes to fucking kill that guy. 
It's 1,000% absolutely true. All right, moving on, shall we? Ah, so moving right into the next piece of dating that I have for you today. I don't know. It's very dating and sex relationship-centric uh, day today. Why am I playing the USA Glory music right now? Come on. What are you doing there, bud? That's, there we go. It's a little better. Ah, so missionary. Missionary position, always the position that gets the least attraction. I think it's just because of the name of it, and it's weird. I don't know. You're doing something dirty. Last thing I want to do is look into somebody's eyes. But uh, turns out it actually might be, after this scientific discovery, the one position that you should have in your arsenal. Researchers at a private gynecology clinic, the New Age Medical in New York, which sounds fake. Let's be honest. Sounds very goddamn fake. Um have found the old tried-and-true method with the male on top of a woman whose hips are propped up by a pillow is the best way to get blood flow to the clitoris and achieve orgasm, according to a Daily Mail ex exclusive report. Doctors use an ultrasound scanner to measure blood flow on a test. Uh, they got into five positions for 10 minutes each, including face-to-face -face with the female above, the cowgirl, face-to-face -face seated, the lotus, Face-to-face -face with male above and without a pillow, that's missionary, and kneeling with woman bent over, doggy style. I hate the word doggy style. Feels weird, doesn't it? You know how some people can, can't say moist? I'm okay with moist. I don't like panties. I don't like doggy style. I enjoy those two things. I just don't like the names of them. It's got to be something better, right? Can we call doggy style watching the hockey game something other than what it's currently called? That feels weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, as I was uh, reading this article, everybody thinks that the, uh, the, the what do you want to call it, the, uh, the doggy style is the way to a woman's, a woman's climax. Not the case. Also, a lot of work. I don't know how many cramps you guys have gotten, but I'm telling you, man, in the two times I've ever tried it in my life, cramped both times, I had to lay down. I had to do that move. I had a football coach come in, give me some oranges. He had to like pull my calf back, you know, with that move where you like you put your foot straight in the air and then he reefs down on the tips of your toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that. Coach Vessel came in. Literally, man. Had the towel, had the whistle, had the clipboard. He's like, he's like, Pavich, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you, Pavich? What's the matter? So you're not getting in there? You got a cramp? I don't know why. My coach sounded a lot like Mark Wahlberg there. What's the matter with you? Come on, you got a cramp. Yeah, come on, don't be a pussy, Pavich. Get out there. God damn it. Get, lay on the ground. Here, let me get that cramp out. Or, here, have an orange slice. You got to hydrate, Pavich. You got to hydrate. Anyway, what I'm saying is, ladies, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of the missionary. Also, I listen, I brush my teeth a lot, okay? I feel like I have good dental hygiene. I want to show it off. <laughs> There's probably somebody listening to this podcast that has been like, I made out with that dude and it tasted like skunk. Fuck him. He has no idea what he's talking about. But I'm telling you, I like a good old... Listen, the once every three and a half years when I get to have sex, I want, I want it the way I want it. Much like Burger King, I want it my way. <laughs> if they had missionary on the goddamn board, on the, off the dollar menu, I would buy it. That's what I'm saying. So Jesus. So remember that next time. Next time when you guys like Jesus Christ, could you stop turning me into a pretzel? Maybe I just want to lay down on top of you and look at you eye to eye, face to face. I was going to say mano y mano, but that would be super weird. Um, yeah, ladies, don't uh, don't fucking 
don't get on your guys' case about the missionary. The missionary's where it's at, everybody. It's where it's at. Uh, did you guys know that it's actually National Video Game Today? Today? Today. Let's turn that down. That is super hot. There we go. Uh, National Video Game Day, which I stopped playing video games after my sister mercilessly beat me with a Nintendo controller. It's 1,000% a true story. We were playing, I believe it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, she was very upset with me, very angry. Oh, actually, no, let me rephrase that. That was when we were playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the Nintendo when... I had beaten a level that she wanted to beat. I don't remember how it all happened, but she grabbed the cord, the power cord to the Nintendo and tried to pull it out of the wall, like from the actual base, not walking up to the outlet, but just pulling the cord. And when she did, she pulled the whole like wire out of the actual plug-in for the Nintendo and then fucking broke the Nintendo. And my mom never bought us another plug-in again because she was like, fuck it. You guys fight over it all the time. I'm done. We're not buying another one. And I never had a Nintendo again after that. But uh, the one time we were playing <laughs> Super Mario 3 and listen, I needed a Tanooki suit. I ne She needed P-Wings. I needed a Tanooki suit. That bitch went and got my Tanooki suit, left me with the P-Wings, and I was like, God damn it. I threw a control. Listen, I may have thrown a Nintendo controller at her face, which then caused her to then turn around grab the fucking <laughs> butt end of the i mean you, you know those old mike tyson videos when like his corner would jump in the ring and then he the one guy would beat the other guy over the head with the butt of a giant cell phone that is what my sister did with a nintendo controller and fucking smoked me <laughs> whooped my ass nintendo style and, uh, and then left me in a goddamn pile of blood, just crying my eyes out over a Tanooki suit, and then kicked me in the kidneys and went, bitch, and then turned around and walked away. And then three weeks later, she pulled the fucking cord out of the wall, and then that was it. We never played Nintendo again. Uh, so anyways, happy National Video Game Day to everybody. Jesus Christ. All right, uh, everybody, enjoy the weekend. Go out, have fun. We'll see you guys back here on Monday. Uh, a lot of shows going on uh, next week. We start Tuesday through Sunday. House of Comedy, Mall of America, Sophie Buttle, very funny, very talented, lovely lady. Trust me, you guys are going to have a great time. A lot of people coming out for those shows already. So please, hopefully we see you guys at a show coming up in the very near future. Check out my website, rudypovich.com. I promise the new merch is on the way. I've just been stacked the last couple of days. I haven't had a chance to hop in and get all this stuff situated. So rudypovich.com, merchandise, shows, info, all that stuff. Find it. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you guys. And thank you very much. I always appreciate it when we take a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends.
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.